What's good, fam? It's your boy Jorge. Welcome to another episode of Hanging with the Boys. I got my boy in the studio. I'm Mike. Back. Back. Took a week off. Yeah. Yeah. I had to let my throat heal. You hear how it's a little scratchy? Uh huh. No, it's not it. Okay. Yeah. I get busy, dude. I know. Someone just got to work. I know. Not me, but someone out there, I'm sure. Had to yeah, all the people, all the listeners yeah. are probably at work right now listening to this. So <laughs> yeah. I bet they're pumped on it. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah. these dickheads. Um, yeah. So last week I had a episode with Jones. Yeah. It didn't fit with your schedule too much. So. Yeah. And then he had to leave to Costa Rica. Yeah. Our schedules suck. I was yeah. bummed too because I actually wanted to chat with Jones, like go over some old stories. But the good thing is he lives like five blocks down. Yeah. So we'll get him on a better schedule. And because, yeah, like I was out doing stuff and I was hammered. And you're like, hey, can you do it? I'm like, oh, man. And then he had to leave Thursday. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, it just didn't work. But how do you do? It was good. Good talking? Yeah, it was a good talk. And actually, yeah, it worked out good because I think, um, you know, I asked probably more questions than just like hanging out. Right. You know, than just yeah. hanging with the boys. So yeah, yeah. this next time, I think we could just all chill and just yeah. do our thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it'd be fun. Me and Jones have some stories that go way back. You know, oh, yeah. I'm not just going to be like, hey, dude, how you been? Yeah. It's like, dude, let's talk about Australia, all kinds of stuff that we did. We traveled the world together. So he's a good guest. Yeah, I think we do good. it again. Yeah, yeah, cool. It was a good episode. People were pumped on it. Um, yeah, other than that, what, what's up? What's new, dude? Not a whole lot. It's weird because, like, right now, I think is the calm before the storm. Mm. Like, I kind of had a busy, like, you know, Christmas, New Year's, Tulsa, and then it like I've kind of been like laying low, and now I've got a bunch of trips coming up. I actually want to. I'm probably going to sell my house in the spring. Oh, so I got like a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, so I've kind of just been trying to take like some time to myself. Not trying to sound like a bedwetter. I don't do nothing, you know, but like it is stressful. I'm, I'm trying to build a place. My parents actually. So like trying to get on board with that and like, you know, get plans going and make even make sure it's doable and then get this place ready to sell on top of, you know, I've got five or six trips coming up through basically June. So mm-hmm. I've kind of been like, that's why I think I'm not sleeping very good. Mm-hmm. I was just telling George, I've too, been averaging like three hours a too night. Too much, too much thinking. Yeah. And yeah. it's stupid because I'll sit here all day and I'm like, damn dude, I'm bored. And I'll look up, you know, like kitchen ideas or whatever you know what i gotta do to sell this place and i'm like ah, it's kind of boring whatever you know <laughs> go golf or something dude i wake up at two in the morning can't sleep i'm like oh i kind of want to get these windows dude what kind of appliance and i like design and i'm like why why don't i do it like in like normal work hours mm-hmm. but i want to like you know solve the everything in the middle of the night so sleep like shit dude that i was just telling you that's why i drink so much yeah head hits the pillow dude, out mm-hmm. and before we get i get yelled at Everyone's like, well, drinking's part of the reason why your sleep's disrupted. I'm like, dude, I used to take two to three, like one, 2013, we had like three X games through the summer. I didn't drink the whole summer. Yeah. Maybe had like one beer after I won Barcelona or something, you know, but not drinking like on the regular. Same thing, dude. Mm. I'm up at 2 a.m. thinking about my run. Think, am I training hard enough? Am I prepared? You know, and I mean, dude, I would do this a month before X games. Yeah. And I'm out riding, you know, motos and riding ramps and you know road bicycling like 20 30 miles and it's like so i'm like exerting myself dude and i i fall asleep super good yeah right now like oh, about okay. 10 10 30 last night i was out mm-hmm. but i wake up at like two so it's like i get like a four hour nap hmm. you know and i feel like total like i could like get up and go do stuff and i like feel that good that's weird that you your body just wakes you up yeah then you i get like a better program I, I started reading stuff and then all it could lead to like or it could be like high cortisol and i'm like okay well how do i fix that and they have like can't find it so mm. i don't know but i've always been like that i've always been a shitty sleeper mm. and it sucks because like right now i feel like my eyes are bleeding because mm. i i messed up and i got on my phone from like three to like six because i usually try to stay off it you know mm. and just but i mean i drive myself nuts so i was on my phone from like three to six and then i doze back off to like 
715 i'm yeah. tired mm, yeah damn it happens dude nothing a little europe's can't oh. fix though let's be real here dude two more weeks and i'm pounding one yeah so uh, we got fan questions today okay. or listener questions okay you know do we want to start with that or do we want to end with it we'll end with it okay yeah make the people suffer through all our uh, bs that we're going to talk yeah. about i got something to talk about yeah so real quick <laughs> i'm glad that you brought up the house things no. I've, I've been meaning to ask you mm. um if you are doing that so this spring you're planning a sell in this place yeah Yes. So the only thing I'm waiting on is I got to get with Lash, our buddy Kenny Lash, and he's going to help because I think as far as like, because it's just going to be like a little 800 square foot, like two story, like so four and four, you know, but my parents have like a shop, their house, fence line. So it's like, we got to go out there and make sure it all works first. Like, obviously, if it doesn't work, I'll probably just put a little money into this place and stay here another handful of years. But it's a beautiful property. And you know, my dog or my mom has two of the same dogs I've got. Mm -hmm. So she loves it out there. She's got a bunch, you know, they always go on, like they live off a dirt road. So they just walk up and down the dirt road all day. And, and it's going to end up going to me at some point, you know, later down the road. So it's like, I kind of want to get out there and kind of get it cleaned up with my pops. And, um, yeah. And, and I've done good on this house too. You know, obviously if I wasn't doing well on this house, I would probably reconsider and just write it out. But kind of want to like strike while the iron's hot so say uh you know it doesn't work out mm-hmm. uh what are you gonna do to this place just build a shop to this place yeah i don't know i've, I've got some options um because i i don't really it's weird like i want like a, a garage but i want it to be like a game room mm-hmm. so like that's kind of what i want to do at my parents house well, we know no dirt bikes are going in there yeah like i kept freaking two well, of them, dude, from you know, you know not, rideable ones. well that's why when you said shop I'm like <laughs> hell no dude there ain't gonna be none of that in there but uh yeah, I'll get some plans going because, like I said, I'm I'm doing well in this house. So worst case, I could just pop out a little equity on it. Yeah, and, um, the backyard needs a lot of work, so I was kind of tr- I've been trying to map out if I stay here, like a like a barbecue courtyard into like this kind of bonus room, mm-hmm. you know, landscape all in between it, and kind of pr- like make it all private, like a privacy area, and put my bikes in there, and you know, like all my medals just sit in my gun safe. Yeah, I've got a bunch of like cool posters and stuff from my career that just are collecting dust out in the garage. I've mm-hmm. got athletes jerseys. I've got all this stuff, dude. And it's like, I want a cool, cause I don't want it in my house. Yeah. Right. Like this room here is about the most you're going to get out of like any kind of that kind of stuff. So, yeah. but I've never been like, I don't want to have two dirt bikes sitting in my living room. Yeah. So when everyone comes over, I'm like, yeah, dude, those are mine. So, so. <laughs> but you know, like to have a spot where we can go out back barbecue, you know, have a TV in there, watch games, golf, you know, and, and have like a little, party like a bar room like yeah. that's different like that's a museum kind of, you know? like a sports bar room yeah. with like some of my stuff some of the stuff i've collected yeah so yeah I, first things first check out my parents house if it doesn't work i'll probably do that yeah well good luck with that you know i, need it. I had my house on the market and we picked the wrong time i guess mm-hmm. um you know we always talk about it right. but uh interest rates were through the roof yeah. people weren't really trying to buy houses at the time so during the holiday season, we took it off the market. So we'll be putting it back up um, probably March. Yeah, that's when I was March, April. Yeah. yeah. Once people start getting motivated again, I'm not really sure how the market is right now. Yeah. But I'm sure it'll probably get a little bit better, hopefully, and people start buying up properties. But yeah, yeah that was that was a bummer that we couldn't sell our house. And then um, just, dude, there was no one. Yeah. There's just people not wanting to buy. I know. And it sucks. Like, I don't know if you're like me, but like when you make your mind up, you're like, you want to do it. Yeah. Like me and my parents started talking about this because I was going out there like, you know, after golf, they live closer to the golf course. So like me and de- my dad would do men's club and then go out there and barbecue and like have some of the dudes over and me and my mom would hang out on the porch. Cause like I said, it's just all forest and ranch, you yeah. know, it's a bitch in view. So 
just sit out there have beers. The dogs are playing and like we just somehow started talking about it. And like my mom's like, you should just build a little like spot back there. Cause this house is only 1200 square feet. So 800 is really, I'm not losing a lot of it if I live by myself, you yeah. know? So we started like kind of talking about it. And then like in October, we're like, dude, we should do it. And like ever since then, I'm like, dude, I'm selling this place. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's like my mind's made up. So it's like, I want to do it and I'm like getting antsy, but. Dude, I was already looking at houses. Oh, I know. Like everything. We put a, we put a bid on a house. Yeah. They had like a shop in the back and I'm like, all right, that's going to be a podcast. Yeah. Studio. And it was close to here too. Wasn't yeah. It? it was like down the street. Kinda. Yeah. And then, uh. It was contingent on our house selling, but the people were like, nah, because they saw it too. Like, they're like, we don't want to miss out on, there's like barely any buyers out right now. Yeah. And we don't want to miss out on an offer Someone because, because yeah. you guys, and then your house doesn't sell, which our house didn't sell. So, yeah. you know, but I, I think it's still on the market, that house. Oh, it so is. So it's like people are struggling. Yeah. Right? You know? Well, it's just hard. Like, you know, being retired, I sit around and read a lot and, which is weird because when I was writing, like I was, I was so busy and you know i've heard jones talk about this too it's like all you want to do is ride like you know you're stressed out with your career you're stressed out with riding stressed out about getting hurt where your next show is going to be are you re, you know re-signing with a sponsor so the last thing you want to do is learn about business yeah like i invested right that's one thing like i invested in some condos and this and that but it's like now that i look back on it, like all the stuff i'm learning now it's like i wish i would have you know on a 13-hour flight to europe it's like why, why am i not reading something about real estate and stuff you know because now i'm starting to learn all this stuff and you know like last year this place is worth right let's i don't know let's say like mid fives and last year's interest rates like my payment right now is 700 bucks because i paid 134 right yeah. but what was it like six years ago or something the payment would have been like 1800 or mm -hmm. you know two grand or something and now yeah. it's like almost four grand dude that's a big deal for you know, working families. Oh yeah. Like almost double the house payment, you mm -hmm. know? And I was just rough numbers right there. I don't want someone fact checking me and be like, no, it's <laughs> actually this. It's like, I'm just, you know, saying what it is. It's like, so how the hell do you buy a five, a $500,000 house, but your payment's four grand a month. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of the houses that you're buying around here, like are fixer uppers, like they need some work, you know, yeah. like houses in the ranchos are going for like mid threes, high fours, but they need like Work, work. Yeah. like yeah, because the houses that are already like nice and ready, yeah, they're like high sevens and eights, yeah, million, yeah. yeah. So like this house, because this was my childhood home, and my dad didn't do a whole lot to it. Like it was pretty beat up when I got, but I told him to leave it that way because I wanted to come in and remodel it. Yeah, I didn't want them spending like twenty grand on a kitchen or something, and then I'd tear it out, you know. So when I bought this house, I mean, I bought this thing ten years ago now. I bought it for cheap because it was through my parents as well, so they kind of hooked me up. But dude, I still put like. I mean, not, let's not count the yard. The landscaping was a shitload, but like just the house itself, I was probably like over a hundred in, probably a hundred and ten. Mm -hmm. Which I always tell people, it's like still I got a house for you know two twenty, yeah, basically. But it's like picture if I paid five hundred for this house and had to put another six hundred, you know, and then yeah, it's worth seven hundred. I make a hundred off it, but it's like, dude, it's for just. I mean, even with my budget now, there's no way I could do it. Yeah, I can't go buy a fixer upper for three four hundred grand and then put a hundred into it. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe when I was riding, but. It's insane. So hopefully they say every election year in the spring rates drop, everything goes up. So, and we live in a good area. So I think if they get the rates controlled, like it'll sell Yeah, both of us, you know, like, because we're, we're in a high demand area. Like yeah, yeah. we got a lot of people like Bay area, LA coming over. It's way cheaper here. You know, even mm -hmm. if they spend 700, they're saving 500 grand or something. So yeah. we'll see. But that's another hard thing is like, am I selling like, if I, sh I should have done this three years ago or two years ago, yeah. like the like inflation was just out yeah. of control, you know? Could have sold your house for a million. Basically. I know. So, and it would have gone like 
how like when I put my two condos on the market, they never even I don't even think they got listed. Mm. I think once people found out like from the Bay Area because they were like trust accounts at bottom. Mm-hmm. Did they were paying like one of them went like 20 grand over what we were going to ask. I was like, Jesus, yeah. like, dude, it was just like a hotcakes you know, out of here. So yeah, that was the great, that was a great time right there. Yeah. So that's why I did it. Like, yeah. obviously you want to hold on to rentals as long as you can, but I was like, what I paid for them and what I could make off from cash buyer, like no yeah. hassle. I was like, got to do it. You know what I did learn about that time and everything, uh, you know, just like in the last three or four years now is that like, be prepared. Yeah. Cause if you're not prepared and you're just kind of being slow, lazy about things, we missed the opportunity. Yeah. Cause we could have sold back then. Yeah. And it's like, we didn't. Yeah. It's like, I know. And it's, but it's hard too, because up until like a year ago, like I love this place. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. You know, it's mm-hmm. like my childhood home. Like I said, a lot of memories in here and my parents' house is kind of scary. There's cause they're in between two ranches to explain this for my viewers. You know, Ye- Yellowstone. Like, obviously. yeah, it's like yeah. Yellowstone. They got like a little over an acre in there. Dude, it's like there's bears in their yard and there's like coyotes at night and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of creepy out there. And up until like literally, and it's down a dirt road and I always like my truck clean. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, dude, if I ever get a new truck, it's going to suck. You know, mm-hmm. pine trees, sap, pine cones hitting them. But when my, me and my mom started talking, I'm like, well, if I had my own place out here, because their house is kind of older, I'm like, that could be pretty sick. And then once I started thinking about it, I'm like, oh, they don't want to live out there. Yeah. You know, it's weird how like your brain changes because dude, 10 years ago, there's no way. Yeah. Like if my parents gave that proper me, I probably would have like just tore the house down. They have a pretty nice shop. Mm-hmm. They probably just like redid the shop and like kept some stuff out there and just had the property. Yeah. But now I'm like, damn, it's kind of cool out there. And they are starting to build a li- like nicer homes out there. So it's kind of yeah. getting more like amenities because they didn't have internet for a while. Mm-hmm. And like, it's pretty gnarly. So it's weird how like you kind of grow up, I guess. Like yeah. now I appreciate the property. Like I'm oh. fortunate that. You know, like same probably with you, like with your mom's property. It's like we're lucky that our parents have oh, yeah. something like that, mm-hmm. you know, and like and and not even monetary. Like it's not money. It's just more like that's a sick piece of property. Yeah. You know, like most people live in a, a townhouse or an apartment or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I, I get this acre out in the forest with like nothing around. I'm like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. Dude, speaking of buying <laughs> stuff, I went and bought a 1995 Ford Ranger last night. Why? Because I wanted a beat up truck. Oh. I got the 84 Toyota. I don't drive it at all. Mm. I well, need to. Yeah. Yeah. I've been looking for like a beater, but like we're talking about prices and everything, dude. It, everything's so pricey. Uh-huh. And I just happened to see this truck that just went on sale, like on Facebook market. And uh, I hit up the lady and stuff. So like the only thing wrong with it, it's like the four wheel doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't really care about that. Yeah. If I'll it's get not it your fixed. Mate. Yeah. So bought it cash, you know, yesterday it was cheap. So I was, is it manual? No. Nah. Damn it. But so part of it is too, because I want to part-time leave it at my mom's house Yeah. because, you know, she has a nice plot of land Yeah. yeah. And she's always outside gardening and taking out branches and stuff like that. So like a lot of times she'll like pay someone to come out and pick all that up. Yeah. So now just she could just, bed. yeah, throw it yeah. In, the, in the truck and go to the dump. And she also doesn't like do, um, the trash. Yeah. Like people, so she'll yeah, like gotta go to the dump. Yeah. And, yeah puts it in her jeep you know and it's like no yeah so that was kind of the yeah reason that's too. cool that, she doesn't know how to drive a manual so yeah um so it's been a struggle trying to find something that just popped up so i was like yeah it's a pretty good shape what color is it like just like my old toyota oh, like sick. red Looks yeah just cool like it bitching yeah i know dude my it was funny because my dad got his new car a long time ago and so the 84 toyota was my dude i went to anaheim one in that thing Damn. like yeah it was like my first super car and i remember getting made fun of and i was one of the only dudes out of our group that made the night show so mm-hmm. like, here's this 84 Toyota 
me and little Travi Ham sitting in it in like this empty like privateer parking lot. I'm like, yeah, bitches, what's up? Yeah. But uh, so my dad still had it and it's manual, it's bitching, it's beat up, but you know, I love driving it. He's like, you want your truck back? I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm going to drive this thing everywhere. But now I'm like in such a routine with my truck. Like I don't even think about it. I just start my Tundra, yeah. get in it. Go, like Ellie gets in like mud all over her paws, dude, hammers that thing. I'm like, that's why I wanted the, you know, the, yeah. the, the 84. Dude, I saw one last night because I was showing my wife the difference because I was like, that was a good price. Like, yeah. You know, and I was like, look at the stuff I actually go through like every day looking and I was showing her and she's like, holy shit. You know, but dude, there was one just like yours, but it was a uh, gold mm -hmm. restored completely. 25 G's. Yeah. I'm a holy. Yeah, dude. I get it. it. Yeah. It's like completely restored and everything, but it's still like a 1980. Yeah. Toyota. Yeah. It's dude, like, if you find one that even looks like mine, mm -hmm. like hammered body, hammered interior, dude, they're like still five grand. Yeah. Those things, because <clears throat> everyone wants, I guess, I was talking to a dude in Garnerville and they get, they're like super into like that rock crawling, or, you know, oh, kind yeah. of four wheel and those like body style in that truck's super good for mm. it. So there's like a high, like in Arizona and shit, there's like a high demand for them, oh, I guess. That's it. So I sell it. No, dude. Then go get a Ford Ranger like mine. No, I need to get a new truck, dude. Yeah, and that. Tundra's getting old. Mm, yeah. 165,000 miles. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, and they're just like, we talk about this all the time, mm. but the, I love my old Tundra. Yeah. Right? I love the the body style, uh, just like everything about it, but like they were just so clunky. They just like took forever to uh -huh. catch up to speed, you know, doing the new trucks. I know. And I heard the, the new, new Tundras are going to be like, Cause right now it's a twin turbo. Mm -hmm. It's just gonna be a single turbo. Hmm. Dude, that's another thing we were talking about buying and selling. How our minds get made up is like, I was, cause I said when I bought my truck, I was probably a couple years from retire or knew like my career was coming to an end. So I'm like, let's get a new truck. So it lasts me forever, you know? Yeah. Dude, I've like, I still love the color of it, the look of it, everything. And then I got into your new Tundra that like not too long ago. And like the interior is all like way nice and updated. And now that's all I can think about. I'm all, dude, I need a new truck. Dude, not when I sell this place. Yeah, yeah. So, so spring, you'll get a new, new, new but, home and truck. Yeah, but then, like I said, it sucks because then I'm going down a dirt road, covered in sap, freaking pine cone. Dude, yeah, it's fine. I'm gonna get like a cover for it every mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. No, no, get the plastic shit they put on it now. Mm. The plastic cover shit, like clear coat. Yeah, yeah. Probably need to do something like that. It'd be good. Yeah, new tundra. Yeah, oh, it's coming because my truck is getting like kind of old. It's mm -hmm. weird. Like when I started, it kind of sounds like like it's almost like dieseling or something. I'm like, Oof. probably sounds like my my 1995 Ford Ranger. Yeah, I think the 84 sounds better after <laughs> I get the throttle pumped 100 yeah. times to start it. So I'm pumped on that. You know, like I need to get new tires for it. You know, clean it up a little bit. And, oh yeah. And, you know, you know, do men's work. Yeah, yeah. It makes you feel cool. I know. Yeah, dude. It's funny. Like when I got the 84, I was gonna fully restore it. Yeah. Like I was like ready. I had like. I asked Dustin Miller's dad if he could do like body work and paint on. I was looking for, because it doesn't have bumpers on it. My dad thrashed that thing pretty good. And then it like <laughs> sat here deep. for like a year and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know. He's so weird. Dude, when I gave he's him a that, truck, He's a car guy too. He is, like, but he's know. not a detail guy. Yeah. So like when I gave him that thing back, I mean, granted, dude, it's been probably 24 years because I got a van when I started doing like outdoor nationals. Um. But I'm like, dude, where's the bumpers at? Like, what happened to the regular mirrors? Like, yeah. What What did you do to this truck? All you did was drive it around Carson City. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you hammer it that bad? And that's why I don't drive it a lot because, like, a lot of, the, like, the lights are messed up. Like, mm. I guess, like, you need, like, license plate lights and all this stuff, you know? And, dude, that thing is pretty old, so it could break down. Like, dude, if I go to Sunridge and had, like, just four beers golfing, 
and I like break down on the side of the road, like I'm screwed. Mm -hmm. So that thing's like a strictly sober truck. Yeah. So that's why I never drive it. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Um, Speaking of which, though, what's up? That was my quick topic because I was going to bore everyone first. Is golf, mm. dude? Like I see how people like don't like it. Mm. Like you know, normal people that like try to get into it and don't yeah, like it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I yeah. like about it. So where I'm going with this is I've been playing a lot of golf because January, like we've had dry January for reals. Like it's been like 60s, you know, dude, 50s, like 60. It was like 67 the other day. Yeah. Awesome. So we've been playing a ton of golf. And as far as like Sunridge goes, I've been like mid to high 70s a lot, maybe 80, you know. So and then even like other courses kind of getting like low 80s, which that's all I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Start to be good kind of everywhere. Dude, in like the last like three weeks, I've been playing like really good golf. Like been getting some skins at our like local course, Sunridge, you know, you know, hundred bucks or something just to go play golf. I'm like, dude, sick. Yeah. So Saturday we do skins and I'm hitting the ball super good. And I messed up because I have like the cardinal rule for me is on skins days, don't keep a score. Because mm. you're going for shit. You're trying to get birdies because it's birdie or better. Yeah. So I'll go for a par four or something sprayed out of bounds, you know. But uh, me and my dad started with birdies. We birdied the first hole. Mm. So I'm like, well, I feel like I'm, my swing's pretty good. I'll just keep score. Dude, in like three holes in, I grenade, like just mess a hole mm. up. And my dad puts the score down. And then, dude, like we keep scoring. I'm because like I'm still going skins mentality, but I'm not playing good, you know. So I shoot a 90 and I'm like, damn it. But in my head, I'm like, that's all right. Like swing felt good. I was hitting the ball. Well. I was just going for stuff I shouldn't have gone for. And then we go out. So that was Saturday. We go out Monday and I'm, I was a little hungover from the weekend, you know, but still felt all right. And I, I start with three pars in a row. And then just completely grenade hole 13. Got a 10 on it, dude. Damn. Yeah. On an easy par five. Like I top my ball into the sh driver into the shit, which I haven't done in forever. Mm -hmm. It's pretty hard to top a driver. Mm -hmm. Damn club face is that big and you're hitting that way. So I completely missed it basically. And then just could not hit the ball all the way down. And I, I shanked one. Uh -huh. Damn. Like what the hell? So I get to the next hole and it's like, I've never golfed like just a one bad hole. And I'm like, Oh my God, dude, kind of figured out, you know, part of the last couple holes, got a birdie. But still shot like a 45 again. I'm like, Jesus, dude. And then we get on the front nine and I top two balls into like the bushes and feel like I still have the shanks. Like when I'm over the ball, I'm like, what in the hell am I doing? Like, mm. I don't know where to take the club back. I don't know tempo, nothing. And then I kind of got it back at the end, but I shot like a 43 for like almost a 90 again. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how in the hell does that happen? How can I play like three months of good golf? And then just like in two days, like all of a sudden it's like I've never played. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine like if I had to like start over, like some people trying to get into the game. Dude, you know, it's funny that you say that because I went to the driving range not too long ago and I don't play as much as you obviously, but so it might be different, but I have noticed that. So I'll go out there and just hit. Yeah. Well, yeah that's pretty good. So then once I start warming up, I kind of like start thinking of things that maybe I should do or that I've seen or something. Yeah. So start, dude, in the second, like I get there and I look at the ball and I can feel everything that I'm doing. I can't. I can't fucking yeah. hit it because I. I can like basically. I could feel like how I go back, you know, my swing, yeah. and then how like when I'm coming, I'm like, oh, that was too fast, or or whatever. Like I'm so like in the moment, which is weird though, yeah. right? Because you feel like when you're in the moment, that's probably Should when be. you do it the best. Yeah. But it, it's almost like when I get out there and I just swing and I hit, it's good. Yeah. And then the second I actually focus. I can't do it. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about way too many things. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I don't really have like the best, I guess, uh, form and everything. Yeah, we've well, just started. So there's stuff to learn, you know, but. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's like 
kind of weirds me out yeah because if i could focus on other things and that's when i get good at other things yeah it should be the same with golf but yeah. it's actually the opposite for me yeah because the second i can like dude like i'll look at the ball and i'm thinking to myself this is weird like i'm actually like so concentrated on i know this. yeah but then like you said you start thinking of like takeaway and speed and everything and then you forget to actually just do, hit the ball mm -hmm. so it's weird i was actually thinking that because i wanted to talk about this so i was thinking about it in the shower and i'm like i'm on year nine of golf this will be year nine i mean actually trying to golf yeah. you know i've golfed since i was a kid but just went out there and hit the ball or whatever mm -hmm. But I was like, man, it's so weird because like moto is actually so easy. It's dangerous, right? But like once I like, let's say one year after hitting ramps, dude, I was never afraid of another ramp again. Mm -hmm. You know, you warm up your bike, go out. Hit. I mean, a couple times like you'd have a sketchy setup somewhere, but for the most, like nitro, right? Like once I had that jump down, mm -hmm. dude, you, I could literally, I could probably not ride for a month and go out straight in the show and, and ride it. That's how I felt. Yeah. And like moto, you know, it's like, once you get super cross tracks down, they're all kind of the same. And it's like, it's hard to be, be at the top guy because your yeah, nerves yeah. and, you know, like they're obviously faster. But I'm just saying overall in my head, riding the track wasn't yeah. super hard. So I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Like, and I did ride for a long time. I get that. But <clears throat> I felt like that as a kid, you know, like once I, I think my third year of racing, I, well, my second year, I think I won a race. And then by like year three, I felt like I was just ready to rip mm -hmm. no matter what. So it's like you kind of figure out the bike because it's just a bike under you, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you got to move all your limbs and whatever. But it's like with golf, it's like, how am I in year nine? And I can still go out there and play it. And it's like, I've never played before. Like some of the shots on Monday, dude, it was like absurd what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And then even when I got to the green, I'd three putt it or, you know, do something stupid. I'm like, why is this game so hard? That's why I get like how the pros, like, you know, people talk shit on Fowler and Jason Day, like how they like go in slumps. It's like, it's just as hard for them yeah. because their heart is they've got to shoot nine under or 10 under to win. And they're shooting one over, right? Mm -hmm. Their heart's not like they're not hitting the ball, but it's like their confidence slips and they can't get to those yeah. cut lines and, you know, like win a major or whatever. And, and like I've always said too, it's like you could be playing really good, but then someone else outplays you by like yeah. one stroke. Yeah. That's not your fault. Right. You did great. Yeah. But just that guy did it a little bit better. Yeah, it's like I always said with Ricky, like everyone gives him shit for not winning a major, but I think he got second in all of them mm. as far as like the tournaments go, you know? And it's like, it's not his fault. He shot 14 under, but Patrick Reed shot a 17 under yeah. that year that week. And you That's know, tough. So that is tough. But yeah, it was just tripping me out. Like, cause I feel like I'm a very confident dude. Like I said, once I learned how to hit a ramp, like I would go, I sometimes I would just go out there and flip it in the first jump of practice. Mm-hmm just like to be like kind of arrogant, you know, like a, a quiet arrogant. Like I'm not just going to sit there and talk about myself and shit. But yeah. Like once I got on the bike and someone's like, oh man, that setup's kind of gnarly. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like at X, our big X games courses, I used to go out there, I'd go out in first practice and hit a lot of the stuff, you know, and that never bothered me, but it's like golf. I'll have like a stretch, like three rounds. Where I'm like, oh dude, I'm, I got the hang of this, you know? And then, like I said, I go out Monday and like, can't hit the ball. Like literally the ball is hosling like 90 degrees mm -hmm. on the ground. And yeah, like, and then once that happens, dude, I cannot get it back throughout the round. I'm like, oh my god, dude. I wonder if there's something to say, like, um, you know, all the pro golfers are really, really good. Mm -hmm. If it's just more of a natural thing, I think for you, like, dirt bikes was a natural thing. Yeah, it wasn't. Yes, you rode since you've been four years old, right. and and all that. You know, like high competition, just for fun, all <laughs> whatever it is, you've been there, right? Yeah, but. I think that was just a natural thing for you. Yeah. Cause there's other people that I've seen get on dirt bikes that like, you know, ride bicycles or whatever. And they'll, they'll crash the dirt bike in two seconds. Yeah. It's like, dude, the dirt bike's not that hard. Yeah. You yeah. Know? For sure. Um, 
It's just they don't have that natural instinct on a dirt bike. And then, you know, certain people don't have that natural instinct on how to like run or catch mm -hmm. a ball, you know, yeah, stuff like that. So I think there's just like a natural talent that people have. And maybe golfers just have that natural ability to just pick up that game. Like Tiger. Yeah. Like the dude was like scratch golfer before he was a teenager or something, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, he was meant to have like a golf club in his hand, yeah. you know? And, but the, and like, you know me, like I'm not the dude I, like I have not been like grinding it out my whole golf career. Yeah. Like I don't go to the range ever. I just golf. Cause I want to keep it fun. Cause I actually talked to my short par four buddy and he was like trying to be on tour when he was younger, you know, went to college and stuff. And he just was like, dude, when you have to start grinding for seven, eight hours a day golfing every day, He's like, it's not fun no more. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, see, I don't want that. Like I golf to enjoy time with my friends, but then there's that fine line where I do want to be good. Yeah. So I try and play a lot during the week, but it's like, you know, like Bubs always says, I'm hitting, let's say I shoot a 75. So you minus, I don't know, 20. So I'm hitting like 50 shots that day. Mm -hmm. But if you go to the range, even for an hour, you could hit a hundred balls. Right. And, and figure stuff out. So I, I think I'm finally at that point. It's like, do I start practicing a little more? Because I want to like abandon, like I want to shoot in the 70s bad. Like I never have, you know. And when I go to like these PGA memes tournaments, it's like, I don't want to look like an idiot. You know, yeah. like you want to be good, but. Well, I think, I think that's the thing. Yeah, you. I think you have to take it more serious. Yeah. And just really, because also too, it's kind of like a arrogance to think, and I'm not saying that you're thinking this, mm -hmm. but um, I know a lot of people start golfing and it's super easy at, the, oh, yeah. at first. And then they're like, oh, I'm just going to get good at it. Yeah. It's like, so there's an arrogance to just us normal people mm -hmm. to think that like there's guys like in college, like you say, Holly's kid. Yeah. Um, you know, grew up playing golf and golf's at college and stuff, and he can't even make these right. like, small little tournaments or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, how do you expect us to do that? Too? Right. So yeah. We're not. No. We'll, and, we'll probably get good, but not yeah. anywhere near that. And, and I tell everyone that like, Everyone that I talk to that I haven't seen for a bit, they're like, man, you got to be getting good. Your golf game's got to be good. You play a lot. I'm like, no, it's, I tell everyone I'm not very good. Yeah. I can have good rounds and I, and I can hit the ball besides Monday. You know, it's like, I can go out there and hit, I still slice my driver every once in a while, just like anyone. And I still do a lot of the dumb stuff, but I am getting better. But to ever think that, cause like Vincent Blair, we had to have a little sit down with him. Mm. He literally bought clubs like six years ago. And he was telling us if he dedicated like four years, he could probably get on tour. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you're an idiot if you think that. Like golf is because it's not going out to the range and hitting 10 balls in a row, right? It's like now you're going to like hard. Their courses are hard. You're playing from the tips. There's wind, like narrow fairways, thick, rough. These dudes are hitting out of like, you know, five inches of rough. They're hitting 220 yard shots to like four or five feet. Yeah. It's like these dudes have been doing this since they were this tall and have practiced every single shot. Mm -hmm. Like you'll watch, like when I watch golf, I'm like, oh, this dude's in trouble. Like. Uh, one dude on a par three went in the water and the drop zone was like 140 yards still over the water. Mm -hmm. And he hit it to like a foot and tapped in a bogey. Mm. That's a guaranteed prize six for me, seven oh, for yeah, me, yeah, you for know? Sure. So, but that's what I'm saying. The, the arrogance of like starting a game and because you're good at other things, it's yeah. easy to be like, this is really not that hard. Right. If I practice, I'm going to get, you know, and it's like, well, there's guys that have been dedicating their life to this and still can't make it. Right. So to think that we can, no, it's yeah. pretty gnarly, and, you know. And I've never done it to yeah. think I'm going to be. I've just done it. It's fun as hell to do with my friends and my dad and stuff. But what would you say your um, handicap is? It's a six right now. What What would you consider like a good handicap? Well, I think six is good. Like single digits, good. Yeah. So you're a good golfer. Then. Yeah, but like I said, that's like a six based around like 
my home club, right. Sunridge. Right. You know, but that's like, not the easiest place to golf at either. It's not, but when you have freaking 8,000 rounds on it, like you kind of figure <laughs> out how to play it, yeah. you know? But like Bubs is like a three, I think. Mm-hmm. And like he goes like the first day in band and he shot two over. Oh. So like, and I shot a like a 80. No, I think I shot an 86 that day. I was wasted. Mm-hmm. But like my best abandon was an 80 throughout the week, you know? Okay. So that's where I want to get, like, that's the only thing I would like to do is play to my handicap every course I every play. Every course, yeah. yeah. Like if I could shoot high 70s at, yeah. you know, Trump LA or some hard, like I'd be stoked. Yeah. Like I'm not, because they say like 20 to 10 is super easy because you're just learning how to like limit mistakes. You're learning how to hit the ball better, right? And then 10 to five, like you've gotten that like golf IQ up and you're kind of starting to like, really get rid of the mistakes. Like now I hit more fairways, more greens, two putt more, you know, mm-hmm. still have the blow up hole. That'll put me at a 79 or something, but like a little more consistent, but like five to scratch is where you have to like, yeah. I mean, you know, that's scratch is no bogey or a lot of birdies and you know, no bogeys. And that's where it gets tough. Yeah. Like it's really hard for, for me to like play a perfect round at like, I'll shoot a 78 and think I played super good. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do I take six strokes off of that? You know? Yeah. Which like sit there. No mistakes. Yeah. So, you know, and then like scratch to plus is like, that's totally different. You're mm-hmm. shooting consistent, like sixties, you know? And yeah. I don't know if I'll ever get there. Like with my work ethic, yeah. you know, like, yeah, obviously. If well, I that's, mean, that's what I think. I think that needs to change. I think mm-hmm. you need to change, take it more like a, you're a professional athlete. Yeah. At it. Well, and that's, what's weird is like, I get down on myself. Cause I'm like, dude, you're nine and I can, I'm still shooting a 90, you know, but I never take into consideration cause I was so young. And I loved it so much that I don't take into consideration how many hours I had on a dirt bike. Like, I mean, dude, we were at the Johnson Lane Sandpits every day after every school day, for yeah. years, you know, like, and when I was out, like even at 11, 12 years old, like I've said on the pod before, it's like, I used to look at McGrath in a motocross action and I'd see his positioning and like what he was doing and like in a turn, you know, the picture of him. And I'm like, Ooh, I would sit out at the Sandpits and like, I would find a turn that I thought looked like that motocross action mm-hmm. picture and I would do it over and over. Yeah. You know, and now that's the only thing that kind of sucks about getting older is like you kind of lose like that learning brain. Like even with guitar, right? It's like I got to a certain spot on guitar and it's still fun to pick up and like jam around a little yeah. bit. But it's not something that I want to sit here all day, every day and like yeah. watch James Hetfield and be like, oh, you okay. kind of get bored. Yeah. But if you were in a band. Right. You'd be practicing yeah, like, every day shredding. Yeah. Like when we did main event stuff, because I was nervous and I was terrible on stage, I'll be the first to admit. But I played main event the whole our whole set list, I played it every single day, mm-hmm. every day for months, just to make sure at least I could play the song. Now rocking out on stage, like Vince does, like I couldn't do that. I was mm-hmm. like, because if I like headbang, dude, my hand would be over here and like the notes down here. I'm like, <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 I'm way off, you yeah. know. But um, yeah, like I said, now with golf, it's like, it's a fun thing for me, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I do want to get better, so it's like yeah. you know maybe hit swing three ninety five, even just a couple times a month. Yeah, I'm not saying I got to go out there for eight hours a day and. I think you got to get it in your head that like you've been having so much fun with it. Yeah. That what's more important to you right now, kind of the embarrassment or having it's some fun. Yeah. You know, like, and like I said, for me or for anyone really listening to this that doesn't really golf, like it should just be fun, like you're saying. Right. But like you actually do cool stuff. Yeah. And I, I get when you're like, dude, I want to go to like PGA memes. Uh, tournament and and do good yeah because there are people there and they'll probably see you and they're they're like damn dude you're good and that kind of you know maybe opens up other doors for you too yeah. so and that's what that's where i i think maybe your head needs to go more be like 
okay, this is more important than, than just having fun. Right, yeah. And and that's what's funny is like, because everyone thinks like we just became golf addicts. Like we did, right? But where you're going with that is perfect because me and Bubs, the only reason why we took it so serious is because we got into like a road to recovery tournament. Mm. And you'd go out there and like you can barely hit the ball. Yeah. And you're paired up with, you know, maybe me and my dad and like two randoms. I'm like, God, this is embarrassing. And you don't want to be that one random that yeah. sucks. Yeah. So like I kind of started golfing a lot around here, you know, and then fast forward, it's like last year I golfed a super nice private exclusive club with Jason Day. And he gives me 27 or 25 strokes. And I thought it was no problem. Like I should be able to shoot like, cause he shot 65. Mm-hmm. So 85 would have been 20. I'm like, I can shoot at 85. Dude, I shot like a 93, mm. you know, just, I was nervous around him, but still like I've been nervous riding and I didn't go start my bike you yeah. know so yeah so it's like that is why i'm super into golf is just because i don't want to look like an idiot out there and I'm, I'm kind of past that point besides monday like i can hit the ball but it's like my dispersion's gotta like get tighter you know mm-hmm. like like i'll hit a part i don't hit any par three greens like when i play hard courses mm-hmm. and i'm not a super good short game guy so they're usually that's a four five six or something you know like at bandon two years ago i shot at like an 83 and my best score on the four par threes was a five, but they were hard. It's windy. It's I was hitting like four or five irons into the par threes, yeah. but that's no excuse. Like I should be better than that, you know? So like I shot, I was eight over at least. I probably think it was like nine over on just the par threes themselves, mm-hmm. you know? So there's my seventies round right there. If I could have just part a couple of those, you yeah. know? So I, I definitely got to tighten things up and this year kind of feels different. Like, like we talked about New Year's resolutions and stuff. And I've felt like a little more motivated. I think with the house stuff and it, like, it's kind of giving me something to do. Yeah. Like the last couple of years, I could just be a jerk off and, you know, drink every single day not do nothing, go out to golf, whatever. But this year I have some goals. Like, like we said, even if I don't sell this place, I, I want to get something done with the backyard and, um, you know, like golf. I've already got five golf things coming up, going to Dallas to play the Cowboys club with PGA memes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's kind of some stuff that I want to do now. So we got swing 395. It's yeah. supposed to be snowy next week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll, I want to start doing that a little more. Not to mention when you, if you do, or when you do go golf with the, the hot influencer babes. Oh my God. Yeah. You don't want to suck. Yeah. And I usually do. Cause I, I, you know, I saw um, the friend that you're, you're friends with uh, that golfer Brit. Brittany or whatever her name is, the the model chick. Brie? Brie. Yeah, yeah. And she was just golfing with uh, the Nelk boys. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. So Kyle and uh, that Salim dude. And I think um, I think they beat him. I don't know who that girl that was with her. She's, She's probably good. like a collegiate yeah. golfer, yeah. So, um, But Salim is one of those guys too, mm-hmm. kind of like what you said with Vince, like picked up golf and he just probably... He like thinks, Ben Baller. Yeah, he thinks he's going to be like the best thing. It's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. So I think they played and, you know, and... Maybe the girls don't say nothing, but like in their mind, they're like, dude, you kind of suck. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you don't want to be that guy either. Yeah. Cause Hannah's like straight up like in college for golf right oh, okay. now. And Brie, like she goes, she's super serious about it. And mm-hmm. yeah. And, and that's back to what we were saying too, is like, you know, with being with PGA memes and, you know, meeting day and stuff, it's like, I don't ever know what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Like what if I end up golfing with those dudes? It's like, I want to at least like, cause I still have that, that small ego in my brain. You know, because actually when I did like Stone Cold's podcast, he tried to golf like the first year he moved up here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would go to Genoa <clears throat> with his group and he'd be on the tee box and he doesn't golf at all. He doesn't pay attention to, you know, like at least I watch Rory and them set up. and I'm like, okay, I kind of want to look like that. Yeah. Like he doesn't do none of that. And he'd like shank the ball and he like tells like everyone he's nervous. And like, 
dude, with how, like, what you did, how can you be nervous? Like, how, like, you should be good at this game. Like, they think our confidence from one thing just translates, and yeah. it doesn't. I'm surprised yeah. that dude can even move. I know. Yeah. He's big, dude. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's like sometimes I do feel like when I do, like, a celebrity, or not a charity tournament or something, you know, like, everyone thinks that you backflipped a dirt bike, you should just be able to get on the tee box, and, like, that's no problem. Dude, I'm shaking. Like, every time I tee off in front of Jason, like, I have the shakes. Yeah. And I actually hit my best drive of the day because I think I black out. I'm so nervous. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's like that confidence does not translate over. Right. I would feel more confident right now buying a bike and going and riding ramps with Jones mm -hmm. after five years off than I would after nine years of golf. Prove it. I'm not doing it. I knew I could see your face. I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I always say. I just want to be able to like, I don't even care if I shoot in the hundreds. Yeah. But I don't want to like just shank it and slow down the, the process of the game, yeah. especially depending on like who we're playing with. Yeah. Right? So if it's you and some some dudes are like pretty good and stuff like that, and I, I'm blessed to be invited. Yes. Um, I don't want to be that dude that just like, you know, because I will be the guy that will just be like, nah, let me just pick it up. Fuck yeah. Because I don't want to slow the game down. Yeah, you just feel pressure. Yeah. So I want to be at least like, yeah, maybe I'll shoot high. Yeah. But like at least I'm shooting things straight and get there. Yeah. You know? You can keep up like pace of play. Yeah. And that's yeah. like my thing too. Like my ego, like I don't want to be that guy either. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's a lot of the reason why I like I, I shoot shitty with Jason and them is because it's so hard to play with them because they're right down the middle of the fairway. And then on a par five or something, they're 20 feet from the pin, you know, and I'm slicing it here and, <laughs> or when I miss a par three yeah. and like, they're just sitting there on the green and I'm like trying to chip and chili dip. Dude, I just like, I kind of like go blank. Yeah. It's like, I don't have that like confident routine yet. Like reset calm down like i always feel like they're waiting on me mm -hmm. because like i'll mess up a lot and i have to look for my ball and, yeah. and they're fairway green and mm -hmm. they're standing there and i'm like oh dude i hate this yeah so that's where my score gets really bad like under pressure situations mm -hmm. yeah for I'm sure not there yet nine years later dude it sucks under pressure situation uh-huh i went riding the other day oh my god in my spot right so i call it my spot because usually i go there and there's no one there so i pulled up and there's this kid like a dirt uh desert racer and he's kind of where i park and then I kind of watched him and I was like, all right, well, I don't really know where he is um, riding. So I'm going to park kind of where his truck is, which is not where I park. Yeah. Right? It's up like on this hill and shit. So, you know, park, get everything ready, go ride. And I go check out his line. So I'm not like, we're not crashing in each other. Right. So I look at his line. It's cool or whatever. It's a little bit wet still. Um, then I pull off and go to my truck and he was out of his truck. Dude, so I go around my truck. And, and I go like right up on a little piece of sagebrush, right? Fucking put my foot down to turn. No ground? Fucking no, no terra firma, no ground, no nothing, dude. Oh, no. Dude just tipped it over right in front of him. Oh, no. I hate that, dude. Kid just like looked at me. He's like, yeah. I'm all, dude, it was so embarrassing. Yeah. And like I, I said, it's that. not my normal spot. So I'm just like, you know, and us short kings. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It happens. Yeah. So, dude, tipped it over right in front of him. Haunts me. Oh, me. yeah. I hate that, dude. Hate when something makes you like sweaty when you rethink about it. You're yeah. like, damn, why did that have to? That would never happen if you're out there by yourself. Yeah. It's because you had a spectator. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. would never happen. And then also it wouldn't happen if I just parked like on level ground. Right. Like where I usually park. Yeah. But the dude was already there. So yeah. I'm like, you know. You got to do it. Yeah. You got to make a little pit entrance here. Yeah. That stinks, dude. Dude, that sucks. You shouldn't hurt yourself though. No, yeah. I've seen people get hurt doing that. But that's what I'm saying. Those people should not be on dirt bikes. Yeah. 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 It's unbelievable the, the things that people do. Just all you can think about is. I rode for 33 years. You know how much dumb shit I did mm. all the time. But you're not vertically challenged. No. So you're, you're but fine. I just do something stupid. Mm. Like one time they water. Where was I? 
<clears throat> maybe Prairie City or something. A bunch of us went out there to ride practice. And this, I think this was kind of before the pits were gravelly and they like watered it. Dude, I come in the pits, dude. I'm like looking at the boys, dude, after my, and dude, just tuck the front uh, end. Cause it was like, like yeah, yeah. cat shit, dude. And I just washed it in the pits. <clears throat> I just did 30 minutes fine on a gnarly track and I washed out in the pits. Yeah. Pretty sure I broke my front brake lever too. <laughs> that sucks. <clears throat> yeah. So <clears throat> it happens for sure. All right. Let's get into some questions. Okay. Um, Hit me. Let's see here. Well, your old mechanic, he wanted to know. Why does Mace have more sponsors now than he uh, than when he rode dirt bikes? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I did. Is that Cliffy? Yeah. Oh, dude. No way. I had so many sponsors riding. Not really, but I only got two right now. Three. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, said it before, like I'm pretty damn fortunate that people even like pay attention to me anymore. Yeah. I don't ride. I don't do nothing, but I don't know. Golf. Well, no, dude. That's I had good sponsors when I rode. I mean, dude, I was getting free shoes, cell phones, mm -hmm. tattoos. Now I got... Damn, you got free cell phones? Yeah, remember that Ant Mobile company came out for like mm -hmm. two years? Yeah. Yeah, I had to deal with them for mm -hmm. a bit. I thought it was so sick, dude. I got like two phones off them. I'm like, yeah, dude, like this who, is... who really says I get, I get <clears throat> free cell phones? Yeah, so... That's like that. an NBA player. Yeah, dude, I felt like it too. Um, if you found out your spouse had a sex change before you met, what would you do? Move. Not tell anyone about it and get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Um, that's Wait, a, so like I, I met her and she was already a tranny? Yeah, but you didn't know. Till like after. Oof. I guess. Oof. I yeah. mean, I would go congratulate the doctor because if it fooled me. Yeah, I don't know. Be like, dude, you do great work. Yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, if that was, it's, you got to go. Mm -hmm. Like. I prefer just a regular female. Yeah. Or just hang out with my dog. But not even like going in the in that realm right there. Mm -hmm. Just like the fact that like there was no communication or trust to like even mention it at first. Yeah, it should be something. So it was like a lie, the whole relationship, right? Yeah. So yeah, you, so you gotta go. Maybe dude. fist fight in the uh red lobster parking lot. I get yeah, it. <laughs> get the dude from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. The jackass. Um what does your morning routine look like? It's already old man depending on what time golf is like i like to get up have my coffee as mm -hmm. i say um i dude i'm weird like out of bed shower every morning have to it like wakes me up even if i shower before i went to bed or something so wake up shower coffee go through my phone look at my i do a lot of instagramming but it's not like just the scroll it's like food yeah. and politics so and golf obviously what i kind of <laughs> gathered from like the questions that these people sent um the people that sent them seem like real motivated like individuals and i'm not so i feel like they're that's kind of what they're looking for yeah because you'll see the other questions i got there. yeah um so yeah we're gonna let you guys down quite a bit on this yeah. but um yeah it's it unfortunately for me it's like get up well i got kids so i get up in the morning actually i uh go make their lunches for school mm -hmm. if they're having a cold lunch uh, sometimes they do hot lunch and then i get them up make sure they're ready and stuff like that and then Depending, I'll make my wife lunch too. Yeah. What a gentleman. Yeah. I, I feed my dog right person. away too. Yeah. But yeah, like, I don't know, like not to go too off the freaking charts with this thing, but I always wonder if it's like my career, like wore me out, mm. right? Just like the stress, like we were talking earlier, like the stress of everything. It's a dangerous sport. I went really hard for, you know, 30 years. So it's like, it's kind of nice, like waking up and I'm just like, <laughs> 
I just like, dude, like my shoulders are so light now. Cause mm-hmm. like before it was like, get up at like seven, brekkie, load my bike up, drive to Miller's, ride for two hours, come back, wash my bike, you know, like, and like every time, dude, I'm pretty sure even like the last ramp session I rode, it's like every time you're driving out there, it's like you have a pit in your stomach. Yeah. Like it's just natural, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if Jones has that or, you know, like some of those dudes, but I always had it. Mm-hmm. Cause like it's a gnarly thing, dude. You know, like even warming up with double grabs. Like I've crashed and broke my collarbone on a double grab. Well, I think it's like a competition thing. Like comp- competitors are like that. Yeah, I get that when I would like go play like soccer. Yeah, I had nothing. Like there's nothing, you know. But I'd always get like have that nervous feeling driving up to the, the yeah. soccer field. Yeah, and then I get there and play, and then it like goes away. Oh yeah, like know? right when I put my helmet on, I was yeah. fine. But it was like that because Miller's at the time was like. 30 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. So I had a long time to like think about it. <laughs> and like you said, it's, it's, I rarely ever thought I was going to get hurt. I'm just yeah. saying you could. Like I literally third jump one time in practice, did a double grab and came back and my hand missed my bar and mm-hmm. I broke my collarbone. But when I wouldn't have never wrote if I thought that, but it's like X Games is coming up or there's a big dude tour or LG. So it's like every time I'm out there, I'm practicing with a purpose and like, yeah, I just had that like, so I don't miss that really. Yeah. Um, I will say, so I did get like a, those inflatable cold, bath oh things, yeah right so if anyone has any tips i mean obviously mine's like at 50 degrees um oh we gotta bump those numbers down dude i know but like i don't want to be buying ice I, I do make like these big ice ice block and i throw it in there but you know it doesn't really bring it down too much or whatever but i did hear a guy say like 50 degrees and and you know whatever this, yeah it's good three four minutes in there there's not gonna be a difference between 50 degrees and if you're doing it at like 30 degrees yeah like most people with like a bunch of ice in it you're still going to get the same thing just like do it right yeah so that was my thing and unfortunately like one of the first things too i do is like go on my phone yeah so like with the ice bath i was like okay i can't touch my phone yeah till after i do the bath but then so i did that for like two days and then i was like uh eh, it's like real hard for me to go in that early. Yeah. So it's Hell like, yeah. I, I got to move up, go do stuff. Maybe an hour after like waking up. Yeah. Then I'll go do it. Yeah. So then, but I'm on my phone then. So that yeah. was kind of like a thing I told myself to do, but I already ruined it. I know. Me too. Because I'm like, I can't go in like two seconds after waking up. Right. Well, dude, the thing is too, is like, even in the summer, because my house is older, dude, like my bedroom's cold in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like, I love like ripping a hot shower. Dude, the last thing I want to do is go hop in a freaking ice, ice cold yeah. tub. You know, like I wouldn't even take a cold shower, dude. It's so like when I get up, dude, it's out of my sheets and right into the shower. Oh, so you do a hot shower? Hot. Oh, okay. Loosens huh. me up. Yeah. Starts to free my lungs up. I'm ready to rip. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, how did you meet your spouse or significant other? Um, I found her online. There was <laughs> they were selling English Springer Spaniels mm-hmm. out in Fresno, and yeah, mm-hmm. I just like the. The way they were doing it so yeah i went and picked her up yeah. we've been together ever since saw her profile online. <laughs> saw her profile her little cute picture she was sitting on a log and yeah mm-hmm. been almost three years now it's like yeah. my second longest relationship ever nice yeah i uh i met mine in college mm-hmm. i remember yeah i was there tell the story dude well that's basically it she walked into my uh english class i think it was and it's funny though because like she was so bummed out because it was like stupid english mm-hmm. so like for whatever reason, like she had to like take that one. You yeah, know, she for like credit pretty, or something. Pretty, pretty smart and stuff. Yeah. So she's bummed out. Like, oh, I got to take the dumb English. Yeah. When it, I shouldn't be in that class, I should be in like the the normal English class or whatever. Right. I was in there. Yeah. I walked yeah. in and I was like, yeah, gotta have her. Yeah. And that was 
Should have just went over and started making out with her. Nah, nah, we got to break it. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have worked out like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was basically (laughs) how it worked. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, Top three guests you want to have on the pod? Um, Like I said, I'd like to have, I know we've already had him, but Jones, because we go way back. We did a lot of stuff in our career together. It was Mm -hmm. fun. Like, and he was a huge motivating factor for me. Like, he was one of the few dudes that, like, would go to Miller's with me every day. Mm-hmm. Like when I started learning the backflip, I wanted to be out there every day, you know, and he would go out there and ride with me. And so I like, I would like to do Jones. We got some cool stories. Um, <clears throat> it'd be cool to have like Jason Day on. Mm. He's got some, you know, I mean, cause like talking to him. Um, Is he ju- like loose? Oh yeah. I've never, obviously yeah. I just seen him golf. Yeah. So I've never, I don't know what no, his he's, personality is. He's like one of us. Okay. You know, he, he has he's to He's one have, of the boys. Yeah. He's yeah. got to have, two different personalities right. you can't like act like me out on pga tour but you know like just even talking with jason like because he was saying how gnarly out like what i did was and mm-hmm. i'm like yeah but i played like the course that he won his major on and i'm like dude like four days of good golf that course was one of the hardest i've ever played mm-hmm. it was in wisconsin and it's like on the coast and it was just windy and um you know i'm like and then you're coming down the stretch to win your first major and you like play even better and you kept and he's like yeah I've never really thought of it like that. I was just trying to win the golf tournament. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it's gnarly. Like yeah. for us amateur golfers, like, you know, and so like half golf, half, like he used to play call of duty all the time. Mm, like when he met his chick, like she said, I think I saw an interview. It was either him or her. He would like golf all day and then sit in his apartment and play duty all night. So I'm like, that's bitching dude. He's like, like I'm telling you, he's one of us. Yeah. So I think day. And then I don't know, man. Like, cause I'm trying not to go with, my close friends, because we can have yeah, Miller yeah. Bubs on, exactly. you know, but maybe like either like Travis from PGA Memes or Taylor, who's Trump's advisor, mm. just to get like different. Because like Travis just started PGA Memes when I followed me had like a, a grand. Yeah. You know, and it's like he made a bunch of memes and there oh, yeah, a million, yeah. you know, like it, it would be cool to hear a story like that because I'm not an, a, an influencer. Mm-hmm. I don't care what people say. Like I got my followers from like Rockstar and Carrie Hart. That's probably the only reason why I even have what I have now i'd probably still be at like 10k or something but it'd be cool to like his thought process and how he like he pays attention to algorithms and wouldn't mm-hmm. you know like if they igtv comes out he's post that's all he posts or reels you know and so like i think that'd be cool and then you know one of taylor's funny stories is when i first met him he was actually on trump's team and so like he if, even if he flew southwest because no one knew who he was as far as face wise yeah you know? but they would escort him through the back and he would hop right on the mm. plane so right when i met him was right when biden became president so you know like taylor's off the map now and he missed his flight coming out to play pga memes because he got to the airport like 20 minutes before his flight and he's like dude i had to check my bags i had to go through security uh, yeah, and like because yeah. he's, he's, right, he's a regular peasant like yeah us. he was just a peasant <laughs> so dude we were di- like me and travel were dying we're like dude must be because you yeah. know like he just got escorted onto every flight so he has cool funny story like mm-hmm. we wouldn't i don't want to necessarily talk about the politics stuff because that's where people you know gets weird but he has a lot of cool stories yeah. like that cool like flew on air force one and shit you yeah, know it'd be cool to hear sick. stuff yeah, yeah. so I, think um, I can do that i i would like to have elon because yeah. uh i've seen him on other podcasts and like dude he's he just like he's probably one of the smartest dudes and then like his companies are just like the biggest companies there are but dude, there's something about him that he just wants to just come out and yeah. just be like goofy, like funny, goofy, yeah. and at, at the same time, like when the people interview him, they're like impressed by him, right? Yeah. And it's like, 
I would love to interview or not even interview him. I'd love to have him on here and just talk. Yeah. You know, and try to get him out of that shell because yeah. I know like he's almost dying to be that guy. Like, dude, I'm just a normal guy. Like I want to have fun yeah. and, and party or whatever it may be. Cause like his job is so stressful. Hell yeah. yeah. So I think that's, yeah. So I think that'd be a, a, a cool one. Um, I think, uh, Travis, like you said, I think would be a cool one, you know, making something from nothing mm -hmm. to like being, you know, a super big name in, in right. golf now, you know, and getting hated on by like so many tour players for the longest time Yeah, when they didn't know him, like, dude, he, he caught a lot of heat, but yeah. it worked, you know? So I think, uh, Travis, and then I'm not sure on the third one, there's so many people, you know, it's harder like, or maybe actually, uh, Travis Pastrana. Yeah. I think Travis Pastrana would be cool. Yeah. But I want Trav, like, I don't want to just hear about X games and stuff like Trav has cool stories. Yeah. I, I kind of want to hear his thought process of like, why still do it, dude? Right. I want to hear his thought process and why he made me bar from Canada. Mm. Dude, we had like three days off on Nitro. So we went to a bar, like, I don't know, there was football or something on. And dude, the guy is just as competitive with that stuff as he is like on a bike. Really? Yeah. So like, I'm trying to sit my pint, right? <clears throat> and a commercial comes on. He's all, if the next commercial is a car commercial, you got to chug that. And it'd be a car. <laughs> so I chug it, dude. And I chug so many pints in like two hours. I was up to here. I had to go to the bathroom and puke, dude. Mm. Not like a drunk puke. And how do you do? Uh, he was Smoky drinking. Ass. He was drinking double crown Cokes, I think, or something like that. And shots of Jaeger. And they stayed out late. Way, I went Dang. to bed. Yeah. Mm. He's an animal, dude. Yeah, see, that's what we I don't want to ruin his reputation with people. I know they still think he's a good kid, but nah. he's earned it, dude. Yeah. He's totally earned to like do whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. And he's probably in a lot of pain. That's he's like me with sleeping. Like yeah. I, I have beers so I can sleep. He probably needs drinks so he can not feel nothing. And sleep. And sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It probably hurts just to lay down. Oh, I bet. My back hurts <laughs> laying down. I never even broke the damn thing. Yeah. Um, if you could write a book tomorrow, what would it be about? Um, I don't know. I think it would be cool to do like, what, what is it when it's about yourself? Like a autobiography. autobiography. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, this podcast has helped a lot with being able to tell people more of the story than just writing, you mm -hmm. know? So I, I did get some comments on, on the, the podcast we did. Like, I think last time me and you did it, where you were talking about, um, why you just stop writing and why you don't. Oh yeah. 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 Cause yeah, I didn't so, even know that stuff either. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, cool, like, yeah. you know, like write a book and tell people how I grew up in a trailer park. We didn't have nothing. We weren't rich family and you know, it takes a whole team. Like, I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff. Like, like I said, with the podcast now, I think I've gotten a lot of my life story out, but I've always thought of that. Like, we're not just dirt bike rider. Like mm -hmm. I had to be my own, like, you know, tax guy handling real estate. Like there's a bunch of shit. So yeah. Yeah. Be fun. Um, I think I would write a book on, being a man i haven't made it there yet because <laughs> like i think there's a lot to it i think there's um it's okay to like cry and be sensitive and do certain things like that but at the same time you got to be a man right and this is stuff like because you know what i try to teach my boys yeah i'm raising two two boys yeah you know so and um the time we're in a lot of people are soft dude you know so i, I think something like that i just had a phone call with a buddy the other day and he has three kids, three sons. And his youngest one eats shit, like gets in fights with people and like loves it. And mm -hmm. the oldest one, he's like, dude, he's a full pussy, dude. And he's mm -hmm. all, there's nothing worse than seeing your son be a pussy. And I'm like, spank him. I'm like, I didn't. And then he went and told the teacher, dude. And I'm like, well, the teacher should spank their kid too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just funny the way he was saying, I'm like, you need to rough him. Cause like my dad was brutal with me. Yeah. Not like 
beating the shit out of me. But like he spanked me a couple times or yelled at me. Or, like I threw my helmet one time, just all pit. $400 like custom painted helmet. He finally got me, right? I always had like a white one. Miller beats me at Silver State. It doesn't matter. And I'm so mad. I th- just not launched it, but threw it. All he had to do was come in the back of the trailer. And I'm like, never doing that again. Yeah. You know, so. No, yeah. And I think the key is like treating both kids the same. Like I've yeah. always been strict with my oldest. Yeah. So why am I not going to be strict with my youngest? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's no difference there of saying like they have different personalities. Yeah. I think that my younger one's more like me. And then the older one is kind of he's a little sad. he's he's a nice kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, he's an MMA and stuff. Dude, funny story. This weekend we went to a birthday party and it was like one of those jump places. Right. And uh, I was just walking around with him. Uh, the older one with was his buddies and stuff like that. So I was with the little one. And he's in this where they have like trampolines and then mm-hmm. they also have like dodgeball. Yeah. So there's like a dodgeball trampoline thing. He's in there and I look and the, he, he's wrestling with this little kid over a ball. <laughs> and that kid kind of got the best of him, right? Yeah. I'm like, don't let him do that, you know? And then uh, Jack comes over and I told Jack, I'm like, hey. Or no, I didn't even tell him. He went inside and then he, I see him pointing at the kid. Uh-huh. And then Jack goes, well, that's dodgeball. Yeah. And I'm thinking like this. So then later I was messing with him. Well, did you let your brother get his ass kicked? Where were you? He said, what happened? Well, didn't he tell He's like, yeah, well, he told me that kid stole a ball from him, but I told him that's dodgeball. Yeah. Well, yeah, they were wrestling and you were nowhere to be found yeah. to protect your brother. And then also it's not dodgeball. If your brother's telling you, hey, that kid's picking on me. Yeah. Dude, go, you go handle, do something. Yeah, I'll handle his dad because I saw the dad. Yeah. I'm like, I got him. Yeah. You know, but it was like stuff like that. Like my kid is just too nice. Yeah. You know. But, you know, he's an MMA and he like kicks ass and stuff. And it's like, I think that's part of why he's nice. He doesn't want to hurt no one. Right. And I'm like, hmm. That's how I was with Moto. Kind of have to sometimes. Yeah. You know, but, you know, my point being is that, uh, yeah, you you have to treat all your kids the same. Right. You know? Yeah. And then they'll all kind of have the same mentality, even though they have different personalities. Right. Yeah. So the point. Let's see what else we got um what's your favorite meal oh dude tacos tacos well like mexican food mm. i could like i mean i've made mexican food and i've had like brekkie burrito and then tacos throughout the day like no problem so mexican well yeah that's like your favorite food yeah yeah well my favorite meal would be like just like regular like hard shell tacos mm. i would say i my... can vary on the meats i like all of them mm, yeah i probably would go with uh maybe like chinese fried rice Ooh, that's pretty meal. good too yeah yeah that's in my top five. Yeah. Italian would probably be second. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Love a good pasta, dude. You dude. think I got this body by eating lean? Let's get into this real quick. Okay. Though. How is it that like, you know, we, and I mentioned to uh, this before to you, like you go to a restaurant and all the Mexican food here mm-hmm. is like, it's all like the same variation of something. Yeah. So it's like the, this is the same as this, but it's just they kind of different tortilla or yeah. whatever maybe. Yeah, yeah. But same with like... <clears throat> Uh, Italian food. It's all like pasta, just with different sauces or different types of pasta. So it's like the same shit. Yeah, everything is the same. Mm. Even like Asian style foods, like chicken fried rice, pork fried rice. The chow mein's got chicken in it. Yeah, you got pieces of chicken. You know, like it's all all foods the same. Well, yeah, but like rice and noodles is different. But then when I'm saying like a a flauta, they're like, oh, we got chicken. Taquitos, but then a flauta is a little yeah, bit, I know. and it's like the same almost. Mexican, a chimichanga, yeah, and a flauta is like the same thing, yeah. 
But that's why it's so good though. <laughs> you just you can get all kinds of variety with it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like uh Chinese food is probably like my favorite food. Yeah, it's pretty good. We need more Chinese food places in Gardnerville. We need more everything in Gardnerville. Mm. Besides Mexican food. We've already went over that. Yeah. Every time something opens up. We're getting Mexican. a firehouse up. Are we? Mm-hmm. I don't like that place. And then we're getting a uh the big chicken, the shack, the one they opened one in Carson. It's like a chicken place. Hmm. Better be good. Really? Oh, I like iced tea. Do their icy so good. Uh, last question. What advice would you give a smart, driven college student about about to enter the workforce? Um, I mean, I don't have a lot of like experience in the workforce, but I think the one reason why my career was because like I've always said, my tricks were not the reason why I stayed in freestyle motocross. Let's mm-hmm. be real. But you got to show up on time. You got to be dependable. You know, like I went about like my last two years of Nitro, I was flying to the events like a month before the events just for PR. Mm. Four in the morning on the East Coast, you know, doing radio and stuff. So that's how I kept my spot. And a lot of people like are like, oh, you know, like got fired from my job or this and that. It's like, dude, it's not hard to keep a job if you're you're dependable, you're on time. And sometimes you go above and beyond. Mm, yeah right so you're accessible yeah you, uh your boss like, knows like hey we need something done call mike yeah yeah like even when, when i got a little job after i retired i just pulled golf carts out of um at genoa you know pulled them out got the driving range set up and then one day like a sprinkler broke on the practice screen and i found like a squeegee because i was bored i'm standing there you know mm-hmm. went and got the practice screen all cleaned up and like the head pro comes out, he's like, dude nice like gives you credit and i'm not do- like People can say you're kissing ass. You're you're not, dude. You're mm-hmm. you're doing what you're you're getting paid. You're on the clock. Yeah. So why not be out there and do it? You know. And, and but I think the on time and the dependability is you'll be successful. It's mm-hmm. it's not rocket science to become successful in this world. Mm-hmm. And the people that become successful, they're not lazy bedwetting whiners. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're out there grinding the whole time. And it's the same thing as with my career. Is what a lot of people don't see is somebody starting at a company at 20 years old. Like you with your cleaning business, right? Like if it ever got huge and like you end up selling it, no one saw you for 15 years being there every single night cleaning this office and doing a good job to where the people are pumped telling someone else, mm-hmm. you know, or same with corporate businesses. Like you start down below, you're, you're running errands, you're getting Starbucks for the boss and his company, you know? Yeah. It starts there. And then all of a sudden you're like under him and then like you're his like sec- right hand man, then you take it over, you know, you never, yeah. you never know. So I think hard work and and you know like you want to go to trav's tournaments pga memes like i'm helping him with the gift bags like i'm not just there to golf and be degenerate it's like mm-hmm. he, let me know if you need me so right that would be my advice it's like i said it's not it's not hard it's just a lot of people are kind of lazy these yeah. days. mine will go towards that too i think uh my main two like advice would be just know that nothing's owned owed to you right which also goes into like hard nothing beats hard work yeah so if you already go in knowing that nothing's owed to you only because you went to this cool college or whatever you got this degree that doesn't mean nothing yeah you know you still got to put in the work and then um yeah like i think a lot of people are usually you know this person got that like why can i and say well fucking work yeah you know yeah like like that's that's what you need to do and people are just like think they're just owed things Mm -hmm. you know for whatever reason just entitled to shit and it's like that's not how it works yeah nothing will ever beat hard work hard work you go and and put in the work yeah whatever it may be yeah dude this guy right here rode a dirt bike for a living Mm -hmm. 
you could say like, oh, lucky son of a bitch. Yeah. But you put in the work. Yeah. So it doesn't, when, it doesn't matter that your job was cool or whatever. Yeah. You still had to put in that work. Yeah. Like I hate when people use the word lucky. Like it bugs me with any, like I don't say, damn dude, like John Rom's so lucky he got on live and made 600 million. It's like, no, that dude probably from four years old. And like I've said it before on the podcast, dude, you miss out on family time, friends time, school events. Like prom was like an afterthought for me. Never even went to dances because we were gone on the weekends and shit. So yeah, there's a lot to it, but but I always try and think of it as a regular workforce too. Like you, like my mom, dude, she started working at a community college like 30 years ago and she was just working like in an office, just helping mm-hmm. with, you know, admissions and records, like filing papers, like probably boring stuff. And now she's the head of IT. She doesn't know anything about like actual like viruses and stuff mm-hmm. with computers, but she has a crew under yeah, and she manages them. And she's like one of the highest people at her college now. Yeah. And then the, like, say like a little shit comes in IT kid and be mm-hmm. like, fuck, Philly's on no shit. Like I could run this department. Yeah. There's always that person yeah. I could do. You could, but the thing is she's put in the work to yeah. be at that, in that place. And she's telling you what to do yeah, yeah. and you got to do what you, you need yeah. to do. And that's just how it is. You yeah. know, like hard work. I don't, can't stress that enough. yeah like people just don't understand that like even uh um elon he works way harder than all of us and he's like the richest man in the world yeah. you know his his time at work like he probably has zero time yeah. to, to do normal things he could sell everything off and be totally fine for the rest of his life but mm-hmm. he has that work ethic yeah. you know and and with where this is going to is like definitely try and find something that you want to learn about yeah right you're going to start at the bottom no matter what so find something you like that you could see yourself doing because you don't want to bounce jobs around because then you're always starting over. Mm-hmm. Even if your resume gets bigger, you're you go from this company to this company, and now they're like, eh, you know, you're starting here no matter what. Mm-hmm. Maybe your pay is a little bit better, but it's like, man, if you can find something, you know, like one of my buddies, I wouldn't say it's like the ideal job, but he drives um, prisoners around. Like he drives the bus, he works in the office, like a bunch of stuff, and he's a couple years older than me, and he's about to retire because mm. right out of school he got in there. And just stuck with this business. And now he'll be mid-40s and retired. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and so, he has quite a bit of a good life still to right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. He still has his time and stuff. So find something like hard work, especially these days, I think is going to take you above and beyond. Because mm-hmm. like there's like people can't find work. Like, yeah. You know, my buddy's landscaping business, dude. He has his crew and he's like stoked. Oh, you said people can't find workers? Workers. Okay, I thought yeah. you said work. I, no, there's work. No, no, I, I did say work. I meant they can't find employers, you know, yeah. like every company you talk to, like they're stressed. So it's like, if you get into one of these companies and like you bust your ass, like you give them a good five years, dude, you're, you're sitting pretty. Yeah. Is the way I would look at it. Yeah. You know, they're going to so. take care of you. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, that's a thing too. Like, so no, I mean, obviously you're going to college or you're mm-hmm. about to graduate. Um, cool. Congratulations. But, um, I think some people back to like the, oh, you're so lucky have real expectations. Yeah. You know? nothing's owed to you like i'm not gonna be like oh fuck dude i wish i I, lebron james like we're the same age and he's killing it yeah dude i can't be lebron james i couldn't even like make it in the nba or the high school football or right basketball team yeah you know i need to be like two feet taller yeah like big time dude yeah there there has to be things but people like i think they get set on that like oh look at this guy's lifestyle he's lucky for one if you try to pursue that lifestyle, you probably couldn't do it because you have limitations. Right. You know? Yeah. This guy's messy. And like you said, dude, as kids, like LeBron was a natural. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of those, not just LeBron, like pretty much 90% of the NBA 
probably was really good by the time they were like 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And so, then they put in the work yeah. to be Oliver LeBron James, to be yeah. a Michael Jordan. They put in that work. But yeah, I think a lot of people go in being like, oh, dude, I wish I could ride a dirt bike for a living. Yeah. Why don't you? Because yeah. it's a lot harder than it fucking you think. Right. You know? Yeah. It takes a lot of dedication. Yeah. You know? And so there's yeah. a lot of, I think I see that a lot. Like a lot of people do that. Why, why can't I do this? Yeah. You know? Like poor it, me. Like this whole society is like poor me. Yeah. Nowadays. Even, even nowadays, it's even worse. And it's more of like the social media thing. Oh, social like, media has ruined a lot, a lot of shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, Mr. Beast, you know, like why him i it could be me yeah it's like they post one reel yeah and it was 2020 yeah and it's like that you know these guys like kravis from pga memes those guys are posting daily multiple times i don't know right. if he is anymore but yeah, yeah. he did the work yes, to get yeah. to where he's at right so these kids are like oh that could be me why can't that be me yeah that guy's so lucky it's like wow i see you posted two reels on instagram yeah five years ago and and you didn't separate you're not even separating like that's when people are like why don't you do like a cooking page like what what's gonna separate me from the eight hundred thousand mm-hmm. instagram pages of barbecue out there hey you know but i, I mean? but i will say like I, w- I would still respect a kid that's stealing basically everyone's idea like they look at uh, kendrick's page and they do everything he does but yeah you know not as good but they're posting every single day. Yeah. I still respect that because yeah. you're putting in the effort and you're still doing it. You don't have like the, you might not have that following because you're not original. Yeah. But you will get some kind of following if right. you're actually putting in the work. Yeah. You know, but these kids are not putting in nothing and then being like, why can I be Mr. Yeah. Beast? Well, and the scary part of all this is, is social media is making all these kids think that influencing is the only thing you can, you're going to do. Yeah. And you're probably not, dude. No. Like I said, you have to have something that really separates you to like, Mm-hmm. get a lot of following right because yeah. like one of my buddy's sons i'm like he's two to three years from being a senior i think two mm-hmm. years maybe from graduating i'm like dude so what are you gonna do like because he's into football but he doesn't have like the football like you know like kids same thing with lebron it's like you have to be like eight years old and like a standout right mm-hmm. like football's a hard maybe coaching or something but like football is a hard thing to get into it's even harder than moto because mm-hmm. it's such a big like there's so much depth oh, yeah. right so like you talk to me, he's like, yeah, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So like, what are you going to do? He's like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, dude, you got a couple of years left before you're like almost 18. We got to, you know, mm-hmm. like I already had my path kind of set for me. Like, and even if I had to work, I've kind of always like industry stuff or, you know, I was doing something with dirt bikes no mm-hmm. matter what. So it's like a lot of these kids think that like, like you said, they can just post Instagrams and stuff and they'll, they'll get paid off it. And it's like, it, that's not usually real life. Right. Yeah. Well, and the problem there is like when you do become a senior and, you know, hopefully he could get some scholarships, whatever it mm-hmm. be, or he goes to school and um, they're like, okay, well now you got to pick what, and then you're like, oh shit, I don't yeah. know what I want to do. And then you pick a profession, you go to school or a major, you go to school for those four years. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, that doesn't really pay that well. Yeah. Or I hate this. I don't yeah. even want to do this. So what do you even go to school for? Right. So that's where like you have to have that plan yeah. going out. You know, that's why I did. I ask my kids all the time. What do you guys want to do when you grow up? And right now it's a struggle because they're like, I don't know. I don't know. But I ask them all the time. The second they start going like, well, J- Jack was like, I want to be a singer. Mm-hmm. I'm all, all right. Well, sing me something. It doesn't do it. <laughs> I'm all, dude, if you can't even sing me something, you can't, can't sing. sing to the masses. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that's where I try to be very involved with that stuff yeah. where like, you know, the second one goes, I want to ride dirt bikes. All right, well, there's a dirt bike. Let's go. Yeah. You know, let's see. And then try and help. You know, it's not like to be like, 
well, see, you, you can't do it. You suck. Yeah, it's yeah. not that. It's, no, it's it's like showing them that like, all right, I'm here for you and I will back you up. Yeah. But you got to put you in the gotta work. You got to do it. Yeah. And and that's what's weird is like for me, moto was my life. So it, there was no work. Mm-hmm. I wrote every day. It wasn't like I'm like, oh, I want to do it, but I don't, you know. Then like I said, I even thought I'm like, okay, I interned at Michael's in Carson, like my junior or senior year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, moto's probably, I always thought it's not going to pan out because freestyle wasn't around, you know, and I was. It was racing. I could probably that. still like race through my thirties, but I'd have been maybe making mains outdoor and, you know, not doing nothing, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I can always go work at Michael's or something, you know? And like picture, I'd be like 20 years into like a dealership, oh, have yeah. that experience. I could be marketing or sales or, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere up the, like, I wouldn't just be the counter guy no more. You yeah. Know? Exactly. So I like moto was my life, had that plan. And obviously I'm stoked on the way it panned out, but it's like you kind of, you can't bounce around a lot if you want to be successful. Mm-hmm. You kind of got to find something, whether it's going to college and getting like a degree and doing a job. That's why I said, find something you like, mm-hmm. because the more you bounce around, the more you just kind of have that inconsistency and, and you know, like you're not going towards a goal necessarily. Yeah. Like when I, when I did moto, I wanted to learn everything about it. If you're going to be an accountant, learn everything about like, you need to learn everything, right. Mm-hmm. And separate yourself from the strip mall accountant or something, you know, like no matter what you do, like, I'm not saying everyone has to be in a sport, but if you want to be an influencer, you need to be studying like watching stuff on Instagram. Like, how can I, how can I do this? Yeah. How can I be different from everyone? How can I get eyes on my thing? You know what I mean? Cause there's like, there's still golf kids that aren't necessarily like super good at golf and they have a couple hundred thousand followers Yeah, just because they found like this little trait well, they yeah. had. Well, look know. at that Eric lottery guy. <clears throat> yeah. Like not to like shit on the dude, He's not good at golf. Yeah, yeah. And you're a golf influencer. Yeah. You know? He found, like, the, the he, niche. Yeah, he did a thing that was funny, yeah. and all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, that's so funny and great. And he, he's, like, this successful, like, golf influencer. Yeah. But, like, let's be realistic. Yeah. You're not good at golf. Oh, and he knows that. And that's it, why he had to do the sounds. Like, if he just posted his golf swing every yeah. day, he'd have 15 followers, I bet. Well, it's, like, the same same as Bob Menery. The guy yeah. has a really good voice. Yeah. He puts it out there. He does these like funny commentary and people at first thought they were like real. Yeah. Because he sounds like a, a real commentator. Yeah. And they're like, no way that commentary guy said that. Yeah. You know, and then turns out it's just this young dude. That's, that's all he does. Yeah. And he blew up because yeah. of that. And it's like he found, but like how many other guys have good voices? Yeah. There's a ton. Right. But he did it right. Yeah. You know, well, he's so. funny as hell, dude. Yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, that question went on forever. That was a great question because mm-hmm. a lot of people get kind of lost in life. And like you said, the the poor me, lucky you guy, but no one sees the 20 years it took me to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, so 20 years in a, in a business or 20 years at a golf course, whatever it is, it's like, if you put in the time, like not every, dude, 1% of the population is going to be an athlete or a celebrity. Yeah. Right? So you're in the 99 percentile of like, what in the hell can I do yeah. at a young age to, to get dude, there? Dude, be a mechanic. I might need some help with my 95 the, the Ford Ranger, dude. I'll, I'll take the 84 <laughs> and no problem. Yeah. So we need more of those people. Yeah, yeah. definitely. All right. Well, those are cool. Um, Thank you for that. It's, it's fun with questions. Yeah. You know, I like it's cool it. to get to kind of interact with the people mm-hmm. and stuff. So. There's always some weird ones in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there is. Probably all from our friends. Oh, yeah. Bastards. <laughs> so thank you guys for hanging with the boys. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Check us out on all our socials. And then, oh, what? It, give them the socials real quick. The socials are at the boys underscore pod, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple. Apple, Instagram, Instagram, all kinds of shit. We're everywhere. everywhere. We're everywhere. Dude, we're everywhere. Okay. Yeah. But now, until next time, mm-hmm. peace. <laughs>